0: Your voice dictates your North Star, and you can even think of your voice as your North Star. It tells others the issues that are important to you, the stories that you want to tell, as well as the problems that you'd like to tackle and illuminate. Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, doctor, coach, and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working full-time, traveling the world, and balancing a busy social life. And now I'm on a mission to create community for other BIPOC women to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me as I discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctoral degree. I'll be sharing personal stories, and I'm bringing some friends along for revealing conversations about their doctoral journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as doc students. Hello, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus here with another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. Before I jump into the topic for today, I just wanted to have a moment of real talk with you. You may have noticed that things have been a little quiet on my end with the podcast and even on social media. I ended up taking an unplanned break from the podcast. In episode one of season two, I shared that I was taking a break between my old and new roles but I had some frustrating technology issues during that time which prevented me from getting the content out to you all. My main computer stopped charging while I was editing in Mexico so I really couldn't do anything while I was out of the country. I have a secondary computer that I tried to use once I returned to see if I can edit the episode, but I couldn't get the editing software on that computer since it's a much older computer. Long story short, I ended up getting a new computer, but I still need to work on getting some of the things from my old computer since it's completely dead and I never backed up all of my documents to a cloud or external hard drive. I was beyond frustrated about the whole ordeal and I'm sharing this as a PSA to encourage you all to back up everything don't be like me and have certain things backed up and not other things because you never know what can happen. And it's super ironic since I know the importance of backing up your dissertation. I have about 50 versions of my dissertation in different places. And I did this because I wanted to, one, be able to access it from anywhere Two, have text that I previously cut so that if I wanted that same text in a current version, I could access it and put that into the new version. And three, avoid losing the dissertation. I've heard horror stories of people losing their whole dissertation because it wasn't backed up anywhere. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't suffer the same fate. So This is my little commercial to make sure that you all back up everything. So next you will hear the episode that should have gone live a couple of weeks ago. And again, I apologize for the delay and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus and I'm here with another episode. So on today's episode, I want to talk about finding your academic voice. This topic actually came from a podcast listener who shared this as a topic of interest for me to cover this season. So special shout out to Kalia for sharing your interest in this topic. This is also a question that I help coach my doctoral clients through. One of the biggest reasons why this is an important question for most of my clients is that many of them have never written a dissertation before, right? Rightfully so. It's this elusive thing that we know has to be done to get the doctorate, but no one ever really tells you how to go about it. And switch from being a consumer of academic work, right, from reading articles, reading books, and things of that nature, to now transitioning to a producer of academic work. And so that's what this whole topic is all about. How can we find out who we are and make sure that our work represents our voice? And I want to be clear that everyone has different opinions about this topic, and this is important as doc students as well as newly minted docs as you try to work your way out from under the shadow of your former advisors or work through no longer receiving the continuous feedback loop that is built into the dissertation process by way of your committee. So one of the things that I want to stress is that it's normal to feel as if you haven't found your voice. And now, why is that? One of the main reasons is you may be working on your advisor's projects as a doc student, and that takes priority. Your advisor will have specifications for how they like their research projects to flow and how they like to structure the way that they report out with their manuscripts and such. Because of this, you might find it hard trying to figure out your way of doing things That are separate and independent from your advisor. The second reason why I think that is normal is your confidence may not be where you want it to be. And like I shared in previous episodes, your confidence can be impacted by a number of ways. Uh, Again, the competitive nature of the doctoral process really takes a toll on our confidence. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, We're taking in some of the work that our colleagues are doing, and we're comparing it to what we're producing or the lack of what we're able to produce. And all of that just chips away at our confidence and prevents us from being able to figure out our academic voice. So why is it important for you to find your academic voice? Your academic voice determines and showcases what's important to you. Your voice dictates your North Star. And you can even think of your voice as your North Star. It tells others the issues that are important to you, the stories that you want to tell, as well as the problems that you'd like to tackle and illuminate. Your voice sets you apart from others. Primarily, trying to get to the heart of your academic voice is about setting your voice apart from that of your advisor's voice. And this is something that takes time. It is not a process that happens overnight. So you have to continuously work at refining your voice. So I found an article that talks about this topic and I'll be sure to link it in the show notes and it's by Susan P. Robbins and it's entitled Finding Your Voice as an Academic Writer and Writing Clearly. And um, I want to spend some time kind of sharing a little bit about some of the tips that she discusses in the article to kind of explore this topic. So the first thing that she writes about is adopting a daily writing habit and basically what that means is writing every day and through writing every day you will be able to one become a better writer because It's something that you're exercising because similar to exercising, the more you exercise, the stronger you become and more easier it is for you to work out. The second piece of advice that Robin shares is about engaging in free writing. And what she means by this is writing freely without editing yourself. And I know many of us, are tempted to edit ourselves as we write. One of the things that we need to be comfortable with is having a bad draft and not editing ourselves because editing while we write stifles our creativity and keeps us from finding our voice because we tend to filter, we tend to censor ourselves when we're engaging in editing while writing. And so engaging in free writing Is the second recommendation. The third recommendation is reading books outside of our field. And what's meant by this is reading things that aren't necessarily academic in nature. So, reading things like fiction, essays, magazines, blogs, all of these things help you to see how other people build arguments and can help you in discovering your voice. So again, I will add this in the show notes, and hopefully you all can adopt some of these things with your writing. And for me, I can definitely attest to reading outside of my field. I read self-help books. I read uh, fictional books. Again, too, I've shared about my travel blogging um, piece, and I sometimes learn so much from reading all of these different things. It just expands my mind. It expands my way of consuming um, and thinking about who I want to consume my work and things of that nature. So I definitely recommend that. I have some personal tips too to help you all with finding your voice. And I want to let you all know too that I'm still refining my voice. I am just sharing tips that I have shared with my clients as well as tips that have worked for me. And so the tips that I am going to jump into right now are things that I have found helpful in my own journey to finding my voice. So the first thing is creating independent writing groups and teams. So collaborating with others is a way to test out different theories and work through finding your own voice. Through those experiences on these independent writing groups, which I would encourage you to create or join multiple, um, I've been exposed to different ways that people approach research. I've also learned how others approach their writing. And I've been able to take the things that I appreciate to my own way of writing and researching and making it my own. I think another thing to writing in groups and teams that's super beneficial is the confidence that it can instill in you and your work. Many times it's easy to write as a group as you can break up the manuscripts to make the load easier. And splitting that work helps give you the confidence as you're working through all of these things together, you can work quicker, you're not feeling like the whole weight of the manuscript is on you to produce. Another benefit is that the group offers built-in feedback about the ways that you can make the project even that much stronger. So that was the first one, creating independent writing groups. The second piece of advice is reaching out to potential mentors. I found mentors through the work that I've read. I've become a fangirl of scholars uh, that I admire uh, throughout the years and have reached out to them for advice or for further under better understanding of their work. And some of this outreach has resulted in opportunities to collaborate on research projects. And again, that approach to be able to work on collaborative projects with others is to help me to see how other folks do things, how other folks approach research to help me refine my processes, which in turn helps me to refine my voice. So that was tip number two, reaching out to potential mentors. Don't be afraid to do that. Many of them will feel very excited that someone enjoys their work and appreciates their work. So definitely do that. And the third piece of advice that I have is conducting independent research. And what I mean by that is trying to explore several things. One is trying to determine the types of journals that you typically gravitate towards. Are there particular authors that you enjoy reading? And in order to do this, it requires you to read and read and read some more. Through reading, you'll be able to see what journals align with the things that interest you and the work that you want to produce you will start to find authors for potential collaborations or find authors where you enjoy the way that they structure their arguments and things of that nature. And the thing with this is that your voice is not just going to come to you. It is something that I think is in you already, but you're going to have to cultivate it. You're going to have to dig for it and The only way that I think that you can do that is through reading things and seeing what doesn't resonate with you and what does. And then through that, you will start to get ideas of projects that you would like to pursue that also tie into your academic voice. And so that is the third and last tip that I have is independent research. So doing the work of reading um, and reading some more and looking through various journals cuz those will be things that will definitely speak to you and help you to find your voice. So, I want to leave you with this. Your voice is always evolving, as I said before. It's likely that you will cringe as you review or revisit older work like previous work cuz again, you are evolving. And that's normal as you continue to refine your writing skills and your academic voice. Personally, I'm still working through finding my own voice as a researcher slash (laughs) scholar. Cultivating your voice involves having the courage to not sound like anyone else. I think most of us know that academic writing can sometimes come off as pretentious and elitist. One of the things that I'm striving to do as i'm trying to find and refine my my own voice is to make my work more accessible and what i mean by that is how do i make it so that other folks find it easier to read easier to implement in their everyday work and some of the things that have helped me along this journey are the things that i shared earlier in the podcast even if you do all of these things there will be times where you will doubt yourself there will be times where you may feel like what you're doing doesn't measure up. But I'm here to encourage you to keep going. Put your work out there. Your work is important and valuable and will help to move your particular field forward. So keep pushing through. And that pretty much wraps up this episode. Uh, I would love to know if you have any other tips for finding your academic voice, be sure to send me a message through Twitter or Instagram or even email and let me know your thoughts or what has worked for you that might be different from what I shared today. Also, if you're looking for a coach to help motivate you through the dissertation process, definitely check out my services on my website at dremanuellaconsulting.com. I'd love to help you along the journey to realizing your dream of becoming a doctor. So that's it for today. I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and spread the word to other women of color doctoral students to grow our community. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing on My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. See you on the next episode.